Hi, my name is Amy Reinecke, and I'm here to help you learn to love your body well. Love Your Body Well is a podcast designed to encourage women to find the beauty in caring for their bodies without obsession, guilt, and shame. We are ditching the perfection mindset and embracing the season of life you are in, all while figuring out what works best for you on your wellness journey. Join me for weekly episodes as we navigate this journey together, and let's start a revolution of women who are focused on wellness while also being compassionate and kind to their bodies. Are you ready to live your body well? Today, I'm super excited to talk to you about creating healthy habits in your life and how to make that easier for you. While habits are really important, I also want to make sure that when we are considering making new habits, that they are rooted in self-love. A lot of times we decide to do things in our lives to make us better, but maybe what we don't always think about is how that change is going to affect us. And here's what I mean. If you're like me, you've decided to make some healthy changes in your life in the past, and you think you have to go all in on whatever you decide to do. So it's Monday morning, and you've decided, I'm going to be essentially perfect. I'm going to have the best meals. I'm going to get all my workouts in. I'm going to get eight to nine hours of sleep. I'm going to eliminate all my stress. And that might work for a while. It may, or it might not at all, either or. But even if you have like a version of that, Even if you do change your meals and you're exercising more frequently, but it doesn't fit into your life and it doesn't stick. Many times I've changed my life, so I thought, and it didn't stick. Or it works for a while until it doesn't, until the meals get boring or I run out of time to make make those dinners. Or you get out of your exercise routine until you go on vacation and you come back and everything is so much harder after you get home. Until if you you fall off the wagon and getting back on that same wagon feels next to impossible and you wonder, why in the world is this so hard? Like I've done this once, why is doing this again so incredibly hard? So how do we feel? Well, we feel like we've failed. You feel like there's something wrong with you. You tell yourself that you lack motivation and drive and you know what? You actually don't really want to change your body because if you did, then you would be able to stick to a plan or a program. I'm going to bust this myth today. Because what if I told you that going all in like that just sets you up for failure? Because it does. According to a study by the Cleveland Clinic, 80 to 95% of dieters gain back the weight they worked so hard to lose. So you aren't the failure. The diet was. And this is why I'm anti-diet. And this is why I am pro-healthy habits. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Do you have your turkey yet? Going to the grocery store to find the perfect turkey can be daunting. So let ButcherBox simplify it for you this year. We use ButcherBox for all of our meat and it's delivered right to our doorstep. The best thing about it is that all the meat is humanely raised with no added hormones. Their grass-fed beef is our family's favorite. We personally get a shipment every six weeks, but you can adjust it easily to the needs of your own family. Sign up today and you'll get a free 10 to 14 pound turkey in your first order. This deal runs through November 17th. So use the link in the show notes to sign up for ButcherBox today. So what do you do if you want to get healthier? 
Like you're starting to see the light here. You know that diets don't work. You know that that's not the answer. You're tired of being on the rat race of joining a new diet and thinking it's going to fix everything. So if that doesn't work, then how do you do it? Maybe you just don't want to be obsessive. What can you do instead? Well, I think the first step is to have a heart to heart with yourself. And I think you have to ask yourself this really important question. Why is getting healthier important to me? Now, here's the catch. When you sit down and you have this heart-to-heart with yourself, grab a piece of paper and a pen, and I challenge you to make it about you. What will being healthier do for you? I understand that you might want to feel more desirable or more beautiful or be able to fit in a pair of jeans, but I want it to be, I want it to be deeper than that. How will your life improve or how do you think it will improve? What do you want to do more of? But most importantly, how do you want to feel on the inside? I think a lot of times people start diets because of an event, like they're getting married or trying to lose the baby weight or have a reunion and they're going to see somebody they haven't seen in a while or they're going on vacation and so they want to be at their best shape of their lives. And the problem with that is, is those times are fleeting. And a lot of times we put so much pressure on ourselves to look a certain way by that said event. And then we get there and it's almost like we've lost, we've lost our way along the way by having that be the sole focus instead of embracing the journey of what we're doing. So what if I asked you just to remove all that pressure? Don't put a timeline on it. Don't put a timeline on getting healthy and just ask yourself, how do you want to feel on an average Tuesday afternoon? How do you want to feel on a Saturday morning when you wake up? What if you could have peace all year round in regards to your health? How would that make you feel? Not just when you're on vacation or not just when you're going to see somebody that you haven't seen in a long time. What if changing your mindset surrounding your body is the first step in making that happen? Because I believe that is actually the most important step. And that's why I think you have to have that heart to heart with yourself first. I think you have to see where you're at, why things haven't worked in the past. And some of those answers might feel really ugly. I get it, been there. But I think it's important to learn from your past and ask yourself, how can things improve in the future? Being healthy is really important to me. It has been for many, many years. And that's looked different over the years. And things have been able to be easier in some seasons of my life than others. We're gonna talk about that a little bit here in a minute. So I'm not gonna tell you in this episode, what changes that you have to make to get healthy? Because I think that that is very individual and there's no magic formula because the formula for you is different for me and it's different than your best friends and your moms. And so you have to get real with yourself, which is why you have to have the heart to heart. You have to ask yourself, how do I want to feel and what am I willing to do? You have to get your mind right first. And I think the first place to start when you start any wellness journey is coming from a place of self-love and not self-hatred. You cannot hate yourself skinny. Trust me, I tried it. (laughs) And I still hated myself when I got skinny. When I lost over 100 pounds a couple years ago and looked in the mirror and I still saw fault, I can still remember looking and thinking I could lose a couple more pounds and then that feeling of, oh my gosh, I didn't fix the problem. I fixed what I thought was the problem but I didn't fix the actual problem. I needed to fix my brain. Instead, I fixed my body, but my brain still stayed sick, quite honestly. And that's when I knew that the mindset had to come first. 
So when you create a lifestyle based on self-love, you can be a lot kinder to yourself in the journey that you're on. You give yourself a lot more compassion and grace, and you do not expect perfection all the time. I think a lot of times in times past, that's what I've expected. I, I expect to do all the things all the time. And I want you to know that that's impossible. And even the person that you think is doing all the things right all the time likely isn't. And if they are, they're likely not feeling great in some shape or form. When you have a journey that is based on self-love, you feel far less judgmental of yourself and quite honestly of others, because you know that your life is about so much more than just what you weigh. So while being healthy can help us move better, it can give us more energy, it can prevent chronic diseases, it can do so much for us. Treating our bodies with love and kindness as you make these changes will help them stick for life. That way, they don't always feel difficult. They feel normal. Like you just naturally grab the water in the morning. You naturally go on an evening walk that you enjoy. You naturally add a salad to a meal. And I'm not saying that those are the habits that you have to pick. I'm just giving examples here. So ask yourself, how do you know like what changes to make? And how do you know if they will actually work? So you're going to sit down, have that heart to heart with yourself and ask yourself where your pain points are. Is it the nutrition piece? Is it the movement piece? Is it stress or is it sleep? And decide what a simple habit, just one is that you could work on first and foremost. And when you think about that habit, I have three tips when you are considering adding in a new habit to your wellness journey. The first tip is, is the habit sustainable? So is this habit something that you can see yourself doing forever? If it's not, I challenge you to rework the habit. So let me give you an example. If you've decided that you need to create a movement habit, don't tell yourself that you need to do it five days a week. If you are going from zero to five, you are likely going to burn out because that is a huge shift. So why don't you instead ease it into your life? What about trying two days of exercise a week even for only 10 or 15 minutes. Can you find that extra time in your day for 10 or 15 minutes? And I know what some of you are thinking right now, Amy, that is not enough. Like seriously, only two days a week. I'm not a personal trainer. I'm just talking about habits. I'm talking about you getting in the habit of moving your body more. So if you're doing zero, let me tell you that adding 10 or 15 minutes twice a week, it's doing something you guys. And that's fantastic. It's more than what you're doing right now. And so celebrate that small win. Don't sell yourself short and don't tell yourself it's not enough. Be really proud of the time that you can put in to getting more movement in, for instance. And you can do that with a lot of different habits. So think about the habit that you're thinking of. How can you find a nook and cranny in your week to add it into your week that will help you feel good about your wellness journey? The second tip is asking yourself, how can you integrate that habit into your life? Are you focusing on a habit that will actually work with the demands and expectations of your current life? And that is where you have to be honest with yourself. And you have to embrace the season of life that you're in. Can the habit that you want to incorporate fit into your life right now as things stand? Or do things have to shift? And if things have to shift, are you okay with the shifts that you're going to ask of yourself? I'll give an example. I used to work out at 5.45 in the morning for a long time. Then I had my daughter (laughs) who does not sleep very well at night all the time. And I tried, I tried to still work out at 5.45 in the morning and I, 
I just simply can't anymore. I had to give that habit up, that habit that I loved, if I'm honest, because right now I am in a season of life that I need to get rest. Sometimes I'm up in the night. And so expecting out of myself to go to bed at 10 or 11 at night and then be up with my daughter sometimes once or twice, and then to have my alarm go off at 4.45 in the morning, well, that's not going to do anything for my health if I'm not getting sleep. And so I had to let go of the habit. I had to quit telling myself that I was a failure because I canceled class. I wasn't a failure. I was listening to my body and what it needed. And so instead, my workout had to be moved to a different time of day. Now, will I be able to do 5.45 workout, 5.45 a.m. workout someday? I hope so. I really like starting my day with a workout. But right now I can't, and that's okay. So think about the season of life that you're in and the habit that you're wanting to choose and ask yourself, is this realistic? And if it's not in the way that you're thinking it is, how can you make it so? So if movement is what you want to add, where can it fit in? If cooking at home three days a week is something that you want to add, how can you make that easier on yourself? How can you meal prep? How can you make sure that you're getting groceries? Ask yourself how it can fit into your life without total disruption. Because with total disruption like that, your brain wants to naturally go back to what it's always known. So it's like you have to almost trick it into it. All right. The third tip, make it fun. Getting healthy should be so much fun. I think so often we look at getting healthy and being on a wellness journey as this thing that we have to do. I challenge you to make it fun. So if you hate spinach, do not make yourself eat a spinach smoothie every day. If you hate running, my goodness, please do not make yourself run. There are so many other ways to move. And there are so many other foods with wholesome nutrition other than spinach. There are so many ways to love your body well, and there is no one size fits all. So if you don't like exercise at all, I challenge you to think outside the box. Think about other ways that you can enjoy moving. Do you enjoy gardening? Or how can you incorporate movement throughout the day that isn't actually categorized as exercise, but it allows you the opportunity to move more? That's called neat movement. And neat movement is just getting out and moving a bit more. It's getting up from your desk. It's parking farther in the parking lot. It's taking the stairs when there's an elevator. Think about ways that you can just incorporate more movement. If you want to start cooking more, ask yourself first and foremost, do you even like cooking? Maybe you hate cooking. Okay, how can you simplify it? Or could you do like a meal subscription plan that that made it a little more simple and took the guesswork out of it? Or maybe you absolutely love cooking and you feel like you just don't have time for it. How can you find the time to spend it on doing something that you enjoy? Because that alone, my friends, is a form of self-care. If you enjoy cooking and you're not allowing yourself the time to do it, ask yourself, what can go? Is there anything in my life that I can not do right now in order to have fulfillment and joy cooking healthy meals for myself and, and your family maybe? Try new new recipes and experiment in the kitchen. If you have kids, get your kids involved. That makes it more fun for you and for them and by getting them involved. I want to also say that healthy habits do not have to be fixated just on exercise or food. Throughout this podcast, we are going to be talking about a lot of things in the wellness wheel, and they aren't all about exercise and food, to be honest. The wellness wheel consists of so many things like stress and sleep, your spiritual health, your relationships, your financial health. All this make up the way that we feel on a daily basis. And I would argue that they are all equally important. 
And when we work on one area of our life and create a healthy habit there, it has a trickle-down effect. But we have to break it down so small and so simple that it's easier to integrate it into our lives and have it be sustainable. That way, it sticks. Are you looking for a toothpaste that is backed by science and feared by cavities? Look no further. Risewell Toothpaste is your answer. Risewell is unlike many other natural toothpastes on the market because not only do they remove toxic ingredients such as fluoride, they replace them with 100% safe and natural alternatives that clean and protect just as effectively. Risewell is made with a naturally derived hydroxyapatite, which is a mineral that makes up 97% of our tooth enamel and 60% of your bones and has been proven to strengthen and protect your teeth without the use of fluoride. We have been a Risewell family for several years now, and I love how clean and fresh my mouth feels, especially knowing it's non-toxic. I love the mint toothpaste and my kids use the cake batter flavor. The floss is also amazing and works so well. If you'd like to try Risewell, you can use my affiliate code BBJ10 for 10% off your order. Click the link in the show notes or visit risewell.com to get the best natural toothpaste today. So start with that one small habit. Yes, just one small habit. And I want you to be realistic. And you might need to work on that habit for several weeks. You might find that after a month, the habit feels hard again. So tighten things up and ask yourself, what do I need to change? Have that heart to heart with yourself and check in and ask, am I capable of doing this? Is it making me feel good? Am I getting the desired outcome? It's okay to rework it because what you're doing is you're always coming back to that lens of self-love. You're being willing to look at how this habit is working for you or not working for you. That's not failing. I think so often when we go and start having healthier habits or we, we're desiring a healthier life and, and something doesn't stick, we tell ourselves, this is my fault. Like, it's not working for me. Like, this is all my fault. I wouldn't say that. And I don't think that. I think that you have to remind yourself, okay, this is the habit I want. Let me see how I can make it work for me. And if you can, do it in a gentle and loving way. Because being kind and gentle with yourself on this journey is only going to benefit you. There is no race to finding your healthiest self. It's a journey. And it's going to be a journey until you're no longer here because it's your life and you only get one of them, just like you only get one body. So don't punish it the entire time that you're here thinking that it should look and be different than it is. Embrace it and ask yourself, how can I treat it with love and kindness? How can I enjoy the process of taking care of myself? Because before you know it, those healthy habits, those foundations, they're just going to become the new way of life that you have. It will feel more effortless If you build one on top of the other, on top of the other, in a slow pattern that leads to success, you do not have to change everything overnight. I would challenge you not to. And remember, when you're choosing the habit to work on next, ask yourself, is this loving towards my body and my life? And if the answer is no, then go back to the drawing board and ask yourself how it can be. I would love to hear what healthy habits you are wanting to work on. And if you would like to share, just tag this episode on social media. Feel free to send me an email and let me know what you're working on. We're going to talk a lot about habits 
in this podcast because I think it's so important because those habits make up our life. And there's good habits and bad habits. And we can think about how we can focus on these things to enrich and give us a fuller life that we feel good about. So thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening to this. And I hope something resonated with you. I hope that as you are creating your healthy habits, that they are rooted in self-love and they just make you feel good about your life. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Love Your Body Well podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review and let me know what resonated with you the most. This helps more people connect to the show and allows me to continue encouraging women just like you. I love when you share episodes that impacted you on social media or with your friends and family. It truly helps spread the word of compassion and kindness that all women need more of. I invite you to continue the conversation with me on my blog, loveyourbodywell.net, or on Instagram at loveyourbodywell. Thank you for being here today. I know you have a lot of podcasts to choose from, and I'm honored that you listen to mine. This podcast is for informational purposes only and not intended to provide a diagnosis or replace medical care.